Good afternoon, um, fellow Americans. Um, what this, welcome to the weekday bugle. Um, sorry for not getting with you all yesterday. I was busy with schoolwork and trying to relax as well. So yeah, today is um, Thursday. Tomorrow's gonna be Friday. I'll be I'll be trying to do the Friday briefing tomorrow. So today I have some unfortunate news to bring to you. Um, um, LAPD officer um, Fernando Arroyos um, has uh, passed away. He didn't just pass away, but in fact, he was murdered by by supposed by suspected gangsters. Um, I've got the article for you all. I'll read it out for you all. And this this war this this war on cops is absolutely ridiculous, and this. This BS needs to end. I'm, this is ridiculous. I've seen far too much. I've read about too many dead folks um, in this, that put their lives on the line and, and in the service. And not just cops, but a firefighter also was murdered while he was trying to put out a dumpster fire last um, this week. It's just ridiculous about how, much I, how many horrible stories I read. And especially, especially with the police as well. It's awful. I, I'm sick and tired of it, folks. I just can't. I can't stress it enough. This ain't this, this anti woke. Um, this whole this whole woke ideology, this woke religion. It just needs to stop, guys. The whole the whole anti police um, atmosphere. I'm sick and tired of it. Many of us conservatives are, and I'm tired of it. These salt these soft on crime DAs. They needed. They need. They need to be voted out of office, or in, or just just get rid of them. They need to be replaced with folks that are going to be appreciative of the folk of the cops that are trying to stop the crime. You can't tell me that um, trying to get back um, policies that are going to try and snuff out criminals are racist. You can't tell me that that's racist at all. You just can't. It's not racist to try and get rid of crime and. Make crime less likely to happen. He can't do it. It's not racist, and you can't just say that the criminal is a victim and that and and go on ahead how young. And in fact, you guys will be shocked to figure out the length that this has to a to a recent case that involved a I believe it was a twenty five year old transgender man who doesn't even look like he's a woman. Looks like a looks like a fresh born man. Who assault, who, who uh, sexually assaulted a ten-year-old girl and gets to be um, held in juvie, and he's an adult. They're trying this. They're, they're trying this guy as a as a teenager, and they're putting him in juvie, and he's twenty-five years old, and they're giving him extra treatment and all that stuff. It's like, dude, once you turn eighteen, you're an adult. There's no, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. And without a surprise, this happened in California. You guys are about to hear the article. Okay, here it is. Murdered officer's lieutenant says enough is enough. Slams California's woke narrative and eulogy. LAPD police, um, police officer Fernando Arroyos died last month in a gang-related robbery while house hunting with his girlfriend. That's it's it's terrible. It's a tragedy. It's a tragic thing. Hearing all this. A Los Angeles police lieutenant ripped into the woke narrative feeling an anti-police climate in California. 
and prosecutor's reluctance to hold criminals accountable Wednesday while eulogizing an officer under his command, who died last month when he was attacked off duty by suspected gang members. Hundreds of police turned out Wednesday morning to mourn Fernando Arroyos, who died on January 10th when attacked by a group of suspected gang members in an alleged gunpoint robbery while he was out hunting with his girlfriend. He was out house hunting with his girlfriend. It's sad, folks. It really is. It's terrible. None of this makes any sense. Whatsoever. The system in the community that led that, that you worked so hard for failed you, said um, Lieutenant Rex Ingram, Arroyos' watch commander. You expressed your concerns to your family many times about how criminals were not being held accountable for their actions and how it was frustrating for the police and much more heartbreaking for the innocent victims. Arroyos' death comes as Los Angeles attorney... Los Angeles' district attorney, George Gascon, is under fire for his alleged soft on crime policies, which see little to no bail for serious offenders, and recently sent a 26-year-old trans woman convicted of molesting a 10-year-old girl to be housed in a juvenile facility with females. And this um, alleged um, woman um, identifies as a, as a man. And it, it looks like you were born a man, but I guess the new identity is a woman. I don't really care. I don't. I don't understand these pronouns, and I probably never will. I probably never never get used to it. Your murder will not be in vain, and the violence must stop. Enough is enough. And Graham said, "You shared with me your worries over the anti-police climate, the refusal to hold criminals accountable, and a woke narrative that only seemed to make things worse and not better." But despite those concerns, Fernando, you always carried on, because you are Fernando Arroyos. Arroyos. Fernando, it is my promise to you that I will continue to wear my badge proudly and continue to protect and serve in your honor. And Graham described the slain officer as a bright, shining star of hope and a role model for his fellow officers and children to emulate. He said he got a strong sense of Arroyos' intelligence and dedication to the job upon their first meeting. You were a product of your community, who represented the best of, our, of the diverse melting pot we call home in Los Angeles. He said, You stood tall, defending life and liberty so that everyone else could live their American dream. Arroyos graduated from both Crenshaw High School and the University of California Berkeley with honors, according to Fox News 11 Los Angeles. During the eulogy, Ingram acknowledged that Arroyos was a standout student at Berkeley, despite the prevailing anti-police narrative on the campus, trucking off that sentiment on the way to achieving his lifelong career of becoming a cop. His lifelong dream of becoming a cop. He joined the police force in 2018. Fernando wore his badge with pride and lived up to who was promised. Ingram told a crowd of mourners, which is which included fellow officers from numerous departments. I ask that all of you to continue to do the same. Three suspected Florence of 13 gang members and women face federal racketeering charges with connection with the Royals' death. Police have identified the suspects as Luis Alfredo de la Rosa Royals, 29 years old, 
Ernesto Cisneros, 22, Jesse Contreras, 34, and Rios' girlfriend, Haley Mari Grinchum, 18. Sounds like an American, in my opinion. And the rest of the song, and the rest of the um, three um, sound like Hispanics, in my opinion. But it doesn't really matter. These are criminals, and they need to face the charge. They need to face their consequences. And the consequences could be they could face the death penalty if, con if convicted on federal racketeering charges. The minimum sentence will be life imprisonment without parole. Arroyos and his girlfriend were house shopping when Rios and Cisneros allegedly held them up at gunpoint and stole some jewelry before an exchange of gunfire. That's unfair. It's just so unfair. They allegedly gave, um, gave the criminals their things and... Uh, even if they even they and they even cooperated and they and these evil these evil people shot the cop without a care in the world if they got without a care in the world if they got what they wanted and they shot him they shot a married man probably had kids probably planned on having kids Arroyo suffered a single gunshot wound and died at the hospital Cisneros also appeared injured after the gunfight, according to federal prosecutors who said they obtained surveillance video showing Contreras helping him exit a black pickup truck linked to the crime. It's terrible. This is just ridiculous. I can't believe people advocate for this stuff. I'm just going to let you all know, those of you who are out there listening to me and listening to us, you better hear the argument, and you better understand that defunding the police and trying to abolish them too, and abolish the prisons and let all the criminals out to vote, to vote blue, or vote anything, people who advocate for these things, these are the results. This is what happens when you defund the police and things of that nature. When you defund the police and you help decrease support for them, this is what happens. Hear me out on this. Innocent people will die if people keep doing this. People need to wake up. This country needs to wake up. We need to just go back to how we were. Respect the police officers. Try not to commit crimes. Don't get high on drugs. And quit smoking if you can. And don't don't pick it up in the first place. And be nice to each other. And stand up for self-defense in the Second Amendment. And quit sin. And stop big tech censorship. There's a lot that needs to be done in this country. And stand up for voting rights. And give out voter ID. And no, and I'm telling you, no, it's not racist to do voter ID. You show ID. You show an ID to the cop when they pull you over. You show You show ID to do a whole lot of things. Why not have voter ID when you vote? If you get voter ID when you vote, that just means it's more secure. It's not like the. It's not like the election authorities. Well, if when you go to vote, that if you're a minority, they'll say you can't vote and they'll have you walk away. It's not like we have stuff like that these days. At least not in my experience, anyway. I don't know, many of you may have had different experiences, but... To me, voter ID makes a lot of sense. 
and it may, and it try and it decreases the possibility of election fraud. Anyway, this has been the weekday bugle, and this is John Day signing off. I'll see y'all tomorrow with the Friday briefing.